Sentire Media. Ciao a tutti and welcome to Venice Talks, a podcast series about Venice in Italy. My name is Monica Cesarato and I am a Venetian food and travel blogger. I'm going to put my insider knowledge at your disposal to help you discover Venice at 360 degrees. Each week I will be chatting to the people who really matter, the Venetian. So follow me on the discovery of his artisans, writers, fashion designers, artists, glassmakers, bloggers and much, much more. Come to visit Venice the right and sustainable way. You can find me on my blog www.monicacesarato.com and also on all social media. Enjoy the episode! Welcome back to Venice Talks, episode number 25. Hi everybody and welcome back to Venice Talks. Today I have something extremely special. She's a very good friend of mine and I'm so happy to have her here tonight. Her name is Carla Toffolo and she is the head of the permanent office of international private committees for the safeguard of Venice. She's a member of international jury at Wiki Loves Monument. She's a council board member at Europa Nostra, but First of all, she is the best ever interpreter and translator in Venice. Ciao, Carla. Do you like the presentation? Well, it's a little bit too much, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you you do all of these things. So I had to tell everybody how many things you do. Yes, yes, I I do many things, but I'm not the best one. There are many excellent colleagues. Oh, yeah. Okay, you're my favorite one, okay? Thank you. Okay. All right, so Better. we'll go back to the inter- in, uh, to your job as an interpreter later because I want to speak about this in, in a fun way, let's say. But first, let's go serious. So let's explain everybody what the, although because it's so long, the, uh, the International Private Committees for the Safeguarding of Venice is. So it is an association of uh, 26 organizations from 11 different countries. Uh, Countries are uh, the United States, United Kingdom, Germany, Switzerland, Austria, France, uh, Denmark, the Netherlands, Italy, Sweden, uh, and I hope I have uh, mentioned all the countries of origin of mm-hmm. the committees, and that they were created after the big flood uh, of Venice in 1966, mm-hmm. and they have been they have responded to to an appeal launched by the then Director General of UNESCO, René Maheu, who called upon all the uh, women and men of culture from all over the world to come and rescue uh, Florence and Venice, which had been badly flooded. Mm-hmm. And uh, they started working in Florence, and then uh, when uh, they had finished their work in uh, uh, Florence, they were invited to come to Venice. And so they settled in Venice. Okay. And that they are part of a, a very uh, vivid and lively international community in Venice. They are Venetians by adoption, mm-hmm. I, I would say. And um, they 
really care for uh, for the city. They have been financing restorations, uh, training, uh, researches uh, in uh, in Venice for the past almost sixty years now. Right, I continue doing so. Uh, I remember when I was a child. You know, uh, when I was oh, Olivia the day then. Yeah, so yes, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a child and I was on evaporator on the Grand Canal, my parents showed me the church of San Stai and mm-hmm. told me, you see, this church is being restored by Switzerland. Oh, and then when I was in front of the Doge's Palace and uh, I looked at the Loggetta del Sansovino, Mm -hmm. which is uh, at the bottom of the bell tower and at the Porta della Carta, which is one of the entrances to the Doge's Palace, they told me this is being restored by the British Committee. You know, without them, we would have we would not be able to restore all the heritage we have in our mm-hmm. city. And the French are doing that, and the Austrians are doing that, and the Americans are this other thing. So um, this they have been part of my life. The private committees have been part of my life since I was a kid, actually. Mm-hmm. So it was quite natural for me to come and join them at a certain point in my life. So wh- when did you actually join the committee? 15 years ago. Okay. 15 years ago. 15 years ago. At, the t- at that time, the private committees were um, active in the framework of a joint program with uh, UNESCO, which was then stopped. Uh, and uh, now they have uh, a, um, an agreement with the Italian Ministry for Culture. Mm-hmm. And according to this agreement, the officials of the ministry uh, collaborate with us uh, in our project, in the framework of the project that we finance. Okay. Uh, the, 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 we, I say we because yeah, I feel course. this is part of my family, you know. Of course, of course. <laughs> this is part of my daily life. But uh, the private committees finance, actually, they raise the funds in their countries of origin and they uh, identify projects. They start projects only if they have all the funds of available uh-huh. um, not... that's interesting that's uh, I've interviewed Save Venice as you know last a uh, few days few days ago yes and um, that's actually something that I forgot to ask and that's actually very interesting this part that you're saying that uh, nothing starts until the budget is reached because yes. that assures for the yes. uh, completion of a project yes uh, no matter what Yes, and another important thing is that, uh, well, of course, the private committees restore monuments, uh, paintings, uh, and books, uh, Mm -hmm. and uh, any item of our cultural heritage, Uh but they, above all, uh, hire local firms, companies, professionals. There is something that I like when I've interviewed, say, Venice, when they say this. There's something that worried me a little. It didn't worry me, but it it kind of, I was uh, was very interested to know um, how much, uh, you know, one thing is to raise the money and you bring over the money, but uh, the impact it actually has on the local economy. So it's very interesting to know that they only use or they try to use, uh, you know, Sometimes we 
cannot find a professional to able to do something here and we have to go outside of out course. of town of course of uh, course but uh, in general we tend to hire local firms local professionals because you know uh, if people have the possibility to work in a city they will also live in that city Mm-hmm. Of course, of course, of course. So of it course. is, a, you know, uh, it is a, a way of keeping Venice alive. Of course. Not only its monuments, its works of art, its cultural heritage, but also the people. Well, why? Well, yeah, of course, because you're creating, by creating jobs, uh, you're creating, yes. you, you get the economy moving again, because of course, yes. if somebody moves into the city, he, he, he needs all the basic services as uh, anybody else would in yes. wherever he lives. So that's Yes. Uh, that's very good. Yes. Do actually the various associations do they get involved uh, in maybe uh, running the same projects together sometimes? Sometimes, yes, sometimes they do. Sometimes they do, they uh, finance uh, projects jointly. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, we have uh, recently presented uh, the restoration of a crucifix uh, of uh, in the Church of San Zaccaria, mm-hmm. which was restored by several committees who joined for forces and uh, are um, and were uh, able to finance this restoration. Mm-hmm. We are about to start um, the restoration of uh, uh, an altar in the Church of Santo Stefano, mm-hmm. the altar dedicated to the this saint, to Santo Stefano, yep. and uh, uh, it is uh, a restoration that is financed by all the members of the association. Oh, wow. And, uh, yes, but uh, it is very important because it's a nice restoration because it is financed to honor the memory of uh, our previous chairman, Umberto Marcello del Maino, who okay. passed away one and a half years ago. So okay. um, uh, this project is... Uh, supported by all the committees. Then we are restoring three committees, the Austrian uh, Committee, Venedic Lebt, the uh, VAC Foundation, and the American Italy Society of Philadelphia are restoring uh, the wooden model of the uh, Teatro La Fenice, okay. uh, but a wooden model of the, th- the theater that was conceived by Selva. So okay. the one before uh the uh, theater that uh, uh, was burnt uh, in the 30 years ago, 20, 30 years ago yeah. actually okay. almost 30 years ago so and uh, it was saved by the uh, from the fire uh, the last fire of the la fenice uh-huh. because it was under restoration at that time oh wow okay <laughs> so, so uh, and uh, they are restoring this uh, this wooden model which is astonishing if you look up uh, uh, on our social media uh, you'll see some pictures uh, that I have taken on the occasion of our last visit to the restoration workshop and that some details are amazing the floors are my god incredible <laughs> listen Carla why do you think um, so many foreign people are uh, like to get involved with uh, with helping for the restoration of Venice. And I'm not just talking about the association as such, but I'm talking about also about the people that support this association, the people that give money yes. and sponsors. Why do you think of it is, uh, do, do, I mean, I have a feeling that this happens 
more in Venice than any other city in the yes. world. Am I wrong? Yes. No, you're not wrong. On the contrary, this is the only place, uh, uh, as far as I know, in the world where it happens. Okay. Ah, okay. So let's see. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I wasn't asking a stupid question. Man. No, right. no, okay. on the contrary. On the contrary. Uh, well, uh, it, maybe something else exists, but uh, I, I'm not aware of it. Mm-hmm. You know, Venice, the history of Venice is quite surprising. If you think that uh, when uh, there is a ballot in, a, in an election, mm. the ballot is uh, uh, the, the, the place where f- f- the ballots uh, took place first was Venice uh, for the election of the yeah. Doji. And that's uh, where the, the, the ballottaggio comes from, the word. Yes. You know. Yeah. Yes, yeah, the ballottin. Ah, exactly. Yeah. The ballottin. And then uh, the uh, quarantine was invented yeah, here. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> the quarantine and the lazarette was invented here. So uh, Venice is a place where uh, I think that, uh, well, I am a Venetian, uh, so maybe I am a little bit biased in are this. You Veni- are you actually Venetian or well, from, I am the from the island? Ah, I am from Murano. And proud, 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 yes. A very proud Muranese. <laughs> so. And, so for the people that are listening and are not so, that don't know much about Venice, Murano is the island of the glass, just yes. in case we cover yes. that bit as well. Yes, yes. So, uh, and uh, um, the thing is that uh, I think that the entire world is aware, there is a sort of awareness of how much we all owe to the Venetian mm. Republic, uh, to the Serenissima, mm-hmm. to what they have done, to the wealth they were able to create, to have artists create here in town, mm-hmm. thanks to the money they earned yeah. with their of trade. Course. <laughs> of course. Uh, Carla, I don't want to put you in an awkward situation, so if you don't want to say anything about this, don't, okay? But do you get a feeling that you get more support uh, from abroad than from Italy itself? Uh, She's not going to answer. <laughs> no, 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 okay. no, of course I can answer. Yeah. I can answer. You know, um, the international community, the private international community is very keen on Venice, mm. but there are many other um, institutions, mm. uh, international institutions that are keen on Venice. I am uh, thinking of... Uh, um for instance uh, uh, the european investment bank mm-hmm. they are supporting the municipality to uh, reconvert the vaporettos oh okay okay About and, time. Uh, and the embassies on the mainland on the lido mm-hmm. um the but also the national government is very keen on on venice oh okay you you, you find where they are getting they, they yeah, I think. Uh, yeah. I think that they understood. Uh, just think of uh, uh, of what former minister for culture decided about the big ships. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Nobody want to see them in front of St. Mark's Square. Of course. But and, there and, are people and, 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 and living. So for, yeah, for people that are listening to us, the pictures where you see the big cruise ships 
overpowering the buildings in the city. They're not fake. We can assure you they're definitely not fake photos. (laughs) Okay. Yes, but uh, uh, let's think also of um, the fact that this was a courageous uh, decision to make. Yes, it was. It was It was a big challenge, a major challenge, because uh, um, not having the cruise ships in front of St. Mark's Square, but having them uh, along the Canale dei Petroli and uh, having them berthed in the industrial uh, zone um, means that uh, People who are working in that industry have less work. Mm-hmm. So we we must always think that uh, also uh, people who are in a um, governing position mm-hmm. they have to make decisions that mm-hmm. always have two facets at least. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. So I, I, I really don't feel like um, condemning anyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. yeah, no, I, I totally agree so, on this. That's why I was asking mm-hmm. your opinion on this, because uh, um, I have noticed more involvement, more involvement from the government in the last few years compared to before, okay? So I yes. just wondered if that's what you you felt like as well yes now, and that the current minister for culture when he came to venice last week he said that venice is uh, pivotal in uh, in the country has a pivotal role in the country so i i, I think that also this government is uh, aware of what is going on here and think of the funds that are being devoted to mm-hmm. to venice thanks to the uh, national plan of recovery and uh, resilience i mean just look at what they've done at the basilica di san marco with uh, you know by, by being able to put the barriers there that's a yes. big big yes big, uh, yes. success yes at, uh, you know yes uh, so i i think that there is a, a joint interest, really, a, mm-hmm. a wide interest uh, for Venice, a widespread interest for Venice. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Europa Nostra. Oh. What is Europa Nostra now? <laughs> oh, Europa Nostra, uh, well, I am a board member uh, at Europa Nostra. Uh, I have been there uh, with them for the past two years, two and a mm-hmm. half years almost. Uh, and uh, um, it is the voice of uh, the European civil society that is keen on cultural heritage. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I personally consider cultural heritage as a human right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We have the right to our cultural heritage. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Europa Nostra uh, is fostering the importance of uh, cultural heritage within Europe, in Europe. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have been managing the uh, um, Cultural Heritage European Awards uh, for the past 20 years on behalf of the European Commission. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they select the most relevant uh, projects that submit a candidature to these awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and selections are underway now, <laughs> right now, okay. for 2023. And uh, um, 
to disseminate best practices. Okay. To allow um, European uh, countries uh, and uh, specialists and professionals and institutions to um, exchange uh-huh. knowledge. Okay. So, how does it uh, translate in, uh, you know, in practical terms in Venice? Uh, do they organize exhibitions, meetings, conferences? No. no, no. So, uh, in 2021, uh, we have organized our European uh, Cultural Heritage Summit, mm-hmm. and we shall organize the 60th uh, anniversary. Okay. Um, Cultural Heritage Summit in Venice in September 2023 also. So we shall celebrate our 60th uh, uh, birthday here Uh in Venice. And uh, uh, the the purpose is uh, to gather people Mm -hmm. and to speak of uh, cultural heritage, of policy related to cultural heritage, in 2021, we devoted one entire day to Venice and its lagoon. Mm-hmm. So, really, everybody in town was invited. Mm-hmm. And the people who had never spoken to each other mm. met there. That is one, one main problem in Venice is people yes. don't talk to each other. <laughs> so, they met, they met, and they listened. Oh my God! The other, even if they were on the on opposite side, sides, yeah, 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 they talked to each other and they listened to each other, and it, it was a major achievement, I think. And it was the first time that it happened. It was organized by the International Private Committees for the Safeguarding of Venice and Europe and Austria jointly. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, the private committees are part of Europa Nostra, are members of Europa Nostra. Europa uh-huh. Nostra gathers uh, 450 organizations. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. And, uh, um, and so uh, this is, and uh, we discussed of uh, matters related to cultural heritage, to climate change. Mm-hmm. And uh, we try to, to gather the best uh, and the most relevant uh, um knowledge mm-hmm. I, I would dare say uh, in uh, available to discuss of these topics and uh, give suggestions if we can mm-hmm. that is so interesting and obviously there is a website for this as well where people can follow what's yes. going on and everything all of this we'll say at the end of the episode now I want the gossip <laughs> so how long have you been an interpreter mm couple of years <laughs> liar <laughs> you don't want to say because otherwise <laughs> because otherwise you would understand how old i am i told you only 25 26 what are you talking about <laughs> okay so, <laughs> so i've been an interpreter conference interpreter for the past two years <laughs> <laughs> now okay you've been an interpreter for a long long time i seen yes. you in action and every time I see you in action, is uh, my jaw literally drops because this woman can listen to a speech in another language that goes on for about a good 25 minutes nonstop. No. And yes, <laughs> yes, because we nearly timed you once. Okay. And literally, when the person turns around and says, Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot you were translating. 
she just starts translating 25 minutes of speech nonstop with even the laughters included. So you are amazing and you know you are. So what I want to know from you is, uh, let's start from the good things. The proudest moment of interpretation you have ever had. Oh my God. That one that you really are proud you did and you know you know when when you say 25 minutes it happened once really see I know know you (laughs) it really it actually happened once I was a young interpreter and um at the Ateneo Veneto, which is one of the okay. most important cultural institutions in town, mm-hmm. um, Daniel Penac, the French writer, had mm-hmm. been invited to um, to have a dialogue with mm-hmm. uh, someone, I cannot remember whom. And uh, uh, he started speaking, and he spoke for 20 minutes. Literally mm-hmm. 20 minutes. I forgot and, you were uh, translating. I knew you were. <laughs> and he had forgotten me. He didn't realize that I was there. And then when he realized, he said, oh, my God. Oh, mon Dieu. He said, actually, not, <laughs> oh, my God. He said, oh, mon Dieu. Qu'allez-vous faire, madame, maintenant? What are you going to do, madame? I'm going to translate what and you And I said, oh, well, I'm going to translate. And I translated and uh, I got a standing ovation for myself. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> <laughs> so I I do remember it very very fondly fondly also because well it was nice okay. it was nice and he was uh, he had tears in his eyes he was crying. Daniel Panaka was crying. Yes. I can imagine. And yes. the worst moment as a oh my god, of, yeah. The worst moment. Mm-hmm. Was, uh, yes, I remember. It was not a consecutive interpretation. It was a simultaneous interpretation. Okay. And um, that's even worse in my idea because you, you is. I mean, if uh, guys, you have got no idea what it means to translate as you talk. It's just important. I don't know why you do it, but anyway, yeah. When well, was that? <laughs> it was uh, very difficult because uh, it was uh, a meeting on uh, international adoptions. Okay. And uh, I was working, well, my daughter had, was a few months old. Okay. So you had brain fog. I, I had no brain fog, <laughs> but uh, I was... Uh, a, ah, yeah. Tired. New mother. Yeah. (laughs) She was a newborn. I was a new mother. Yeah. Okay. And uh, uh, international adoptions. At a certain point, uh, they started uh, telling the story of uh, a baby who had been left in front of uh, a newspaper's office. Oh, God. And uh, uh, who was found by a journalist who had made what reported of it in the news. And uh, the mother of uh, this uh, baby wrote a letter to the journalist. And they started reading the letter the mother had written to the journalist and to her daughter. Hmm. 
the colleague I was translated uh, translating with uh, was in the booth with me because there are always mm -hmm. uh, two of us in the booth said okay I'm going to translate it Carla and I said no why he said I prefer to translate it and I said no I want to translate it so I translated it I started translating mm -hmm. it but at a certain point I you start crying I started crying I can imagine my God. I started crying oh, my God. friend was there waiting switched my microphone off switched his microphone on and translated but wow. I couldn't continue translating and this was a real nightmare this was a real nightmare for me yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine yes. because, uh, yeah. Oh my God! And we're not gonna say how long ago it was because your your child is still young. She's still yes. little. She's still just walking. <laughs> <laughs> she just learned walking. Yeah. Uh, yes, just a yes, couple of months yes, ago. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But she's. <laughs> This she, she likes going to the university. So <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Carla, and the funniest moment. Oh, the funniest moment. Oh, my God. My God. The funniest moment. Oh, I have many funniest moments. Okay, just my memory. A, a gossip of somebody. Gossip. Yeah, mm. yeah. Funny moment. I was moment. about to run away with a beautiful actor. Oh, Once. okay. 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 Alive is. Okay. Can we name names or not? No, 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 we can't. no, okay. no, 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 Okay, but no. can we describe him a little bit? Well, he was handsome. Okay, right. It was okay. possible to look at him and to get some pleasure at, okay. uh, by looking at him. So, oh, okay, that's good. Okay, Ooh, okay. Okay. okay, so I was about to run <laughs> I'm not going to call it Venice Talks. We're going to call it Venice Hot Talks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I didn't know okay. this. All right, okay. Why did he okay. actually you, you were going to run away with him? Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yes, I was Good. about to run away with him. And then uh, a funnest uh, moment. Well, <laughs> when I translated on board of Evaporetto. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Evaporetto, well, you know, uh, Jean Nouvel at a certain point was the curator of the French pavilion at the Venice Biennale. Mm -hmm. And uh, he had decided not to enter the institution, but to stay outside the institution. So the French pavilion was uh, not. Uh, installed prepared mm -hmm. but on the contrary there was a vaporetto birthed in front of the giardini at uh, la biennale uh -huh. where la biennale takes place and meetings took place there okay and uh, well i was quite sick <laughs> translating there <laughs> oh, and you're venetian eh? that's all and i, I am venetian, but i was sick i was sick yeah by staying all day long oh, all day oh, long no, no, translating no, no. on board simultaneously oh, translating God. on board of evaporetto oh gosh oh, yes <laughs> so <laughs> it was fun it was fun because was. it was a living room the vaporetto was not no longer an ordinary vaporetto but it was a living room with cushions uh, carpets uh, and it was nice cool but yeah. it was sick yeah okay. I, can I can imagine <laughs> listen one last thing uh, and then we say goodbye to everybody what is this international jury 
of Wiki Loves Monument. What is oh. the Wiki Loves Monument? I never heard of it. You have never heard of no, it? No, I'm sorry. It is a global competition okay. of the most beautiful pictures of monuments that have been taken all over the world and that oh, okay. will be used on Wikipedia. Okay. And uh, um, there is an international jury. Mm -hmm. I have been selected to be a member of this jury, and I am same marvelous pictures. The first round is over, and I have just received the pics that have been selected uh, for the second round. So we have uh, eliminated some of the pictures, mm -hmm. the jury, uh, and now we are selecting uh, the uh, pictures that will go ahead and then there will be some kind of uh, uh, awarding ceremony nice. they are first selected at the national level uh-huh so each country makes its own selection so you are uh, you we're talking about uh, monuments all over the world yes so do you look after uh, sorry do you have to judge all monuments all over the world or only those relating to italy No, no, all over oh, the you world. Oh, nice. Ooh, all over the world. Okay. I, I am seeing amazing pictures from I all over the world, really. And it, it doesn't necessarily mean they're sent in just by professional photographers. They can be sent no, by no, everybody. No, 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 anyone, no. Anybody. Anyone can participate. Anybody Fantastic. can participate. Oh, cool. Anybody I like can participate. Yes, yes. It's real fun. Ah, no. It's it's just, just just because you're not a busy person, so you got plenty of time to do that too, didn't yes, you? Of course, uh, <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> I was talking to uh, our friends Romana Brugnerotto the other day about interviewing you, and I said, it's going to take me 20 minutes just to introduce uh, Carla because she does so many things. And they <laughs> said to me, yeah, but, oh, yeah, they went, you're right. She does this, this, this. I know I said <laughs> gonna take me an hour just to talk about what she does <laughs> oh Carla it was so nice talking to you listen so let's give a bit of uh, uh, references to people so yes. uh, the international community where can people find you what's the website the website is www.comprive.org Org. Okay. And on social medias? Social media, uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, Comitati Privati Internazionali per la Salvaguardia di Venezia, or International Private Committees for the Safeguarding of Venice. Okay. We all, they all going to find these references on my website anyway. Mm -hmm. And the same for Europa Nostra. What's the website? The website is Europa Nostra, E-U-R-O-P-A-N-O-S-T-R-A.org. Mm -hmm. And on social media, you're very social media also uh, Europa Nostra, uh, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, and uh, Facebook. We do not have TikTok, I'm sorry. No, never do I. I don't really <laughs> like it. Uh, Carla, if people want to reach you, do you have your own website? I have no personal <gasps> website. Oh, well, it would woman. mean, no, it, uh, <laughs> my God. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> I, can't no, I, I cannot manage my own Okay, website. can they find you on social medias? 
they can find my, uh, me on social media, but I usually do not get in um, friend with people whom I do not know. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying so they can follow you or something. See, yes. Check what you do and stuff. Yes. Okay. Good. Good. Uh, Carla, I had such fun talking to you. And um, if people, can people in a way support the International co uh, Committee uh, for the, you know, or is we just got to do it by supporting the individual organization? Well, um, they can support the uh, individual organizations in their countries of origins. Okay. They are all uh, organizations that allow tax deductions in the okay. country of origins. So okay. uh, it is possible and to make on your website And on your website, of course, there's a list of all the yes. countries. We'll have uh, the list of all the organizations, their contact details, what they do, what they think Fantastic. about Venice. And... Uh, so you can really find everything on uh, the uh, website of the International Private Committee. Europe and Austria is launching, um, has launched a crowdfunding for Ukraine. Okay. So uh, if people want, it, they can support. Uh, they can way. support the crowdfunding uh, for uh, Ukraine. Okay. And, Fantastic. Uh, and that's it, I think. Oh, it was such fun talking to you. And yes. uh, I can't wait to listen to you doing some more interpretation because uh, I enjoy sometimes more listening to your interpretation than actually listen to the person that is talking. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, because, you know, you're no, a friend because, of mine. No, 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 I'm her friend. But no, it's true because sometimes they can be a bit boring while they're talking. And then you come along and you do, and you say exactly what they said, but with a bit of a flirt and it makes it a little bit more interesting that's all I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> oh, Carla thank you so much and have a great evening thank you you ciao, too Carla. thank you thank you so much Un bacio. Ciao, ciao. bye bye thank you again Carla for the lovely chat you can find her at www.comprive.org or at www.europanostra.com Thank you again for listening. If you want to book a food tour or a cooking experience with me, you can find me on my blog www.monicacesarato.com or at cookingvenice.com and also on all social medias with the handle at Monica Cesarato and at cookingvenice. Feel free to leave a comment or write to info at monicacesarato.com for more information about the people featured in the podcast or Venice. Bye-bye! Sentire Media Hey podcast producers and show hosts. Do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentire Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com, that's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com, and find out how to submit your show.